This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? We do. We want to have some fun. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Today, Saturday, December 3rd, 2011. Mr. Jonathan, Chuck I have an Morrison. objection right away. Okay. Uh, how come during the show open, Chuck, it yep. sounds like the guy is saying Messiah right after Dave's name, and then it's just Mr., Mr., Mr. after mine? I don't like that. He says Messiah? It sounds like he's saying Messiah. Oh, the music. Yes. Just saying, there's a little subliminal thing there that may be boosting Dave's ego bigger than mine, and I don't like it. It's impossible to build my ego any further than it has been. It's impossible. That's it. It's maxed out. There's an overload happening already. There's no. I got to walk inside with through a door because my head doesn't fit. Oh, it's your head. It's head. Yeah. It's your head. Oh, gotcha. Go ahead. Get go right to the bad jokes. Because it's easy. It's right there. I know. Wow. Take what you have to do if you have to do it. Welcome, everybody, to the yeah. Cigar Authority, a weekly show about cigars and the life in a cigar store and hanging out with the boys. Uh, broadcasting live today from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. If you want to come by, see the show. Sunny have a cigar Seabrook, or two. New Hampshire. Seabrook? Just take Route 95 to exit 1, first exit in New Hampshire. Come to the end of the exit. Take a left onto what road is this? Who Route knows? One. Was it Route 1? It's Route 1, yeah. It is Route 1. Take a left. We're a little bit down on the left, maybe a quarter of a mile down on the left. Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, New Hampshire. The holidays are here. Uh, I'll say it. The Christmas season is here. Uh, <gasps> We're going to get an FCC fine. Aaron, now. do we need to bleep that he out? He just said the <laughs> C word. I would like. We'll, uh, we'll tell you all about that. Uh, what, what to get him this year uh, for Christmas or the holidays. There's only one thing to saying. get him. Well, there's two things. Either a hooker or cigars. <laughs> Guinness Book of World's Record is broken. The longest cigar has been rolled. We'll tell you all about that. A flavor cigar band in New York continues on the FDA law. Uh, look out. Uh, this is big trouble. Let me tell you whether you smoke flavored cigars or not. Strange but two stories about cigars in the first primary for president in New Hampshire is here. Well, the first primary in the United States is here in New Hampshire. And... Uh, we're going to just uh, go one better than it, and we're going to have the first primary the day before that. We'll tell you all about that more. Wow. Mm. All right. Picking us up live right now is WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manch, Vegas, New Hampshire. We are also being picked up as a rebroadcast Eight days later, on thecigarstation.com, twice on Sundays, from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And why just listen when you can watch the video streaming right on not only thecigarauthority.com, but also on our Facebook page, if you happen to be a Facebook yes. addict, as I am. You go right, I get all my information from Facebook more than I do from Google. So I just go right there, right on the Cigar Authority, and I watch it right there. Uh, live as well. What? You, can watch and it, you can watch it live on Facebook. On Facebook, on the Cigar Authority's fan page. And can you watch the old broadcast on there too? 
Um, no, we're All not right. quite up to that right. yet. That's coming. Okay, that is coming. But you can watch it live. You can so, watch it live. So right now, if you happen to be uh, listening to it at home or whatever, you can go right. on. Yeah, like your signal's t- perfect on whatever venue you have right now. Just change it and go to Facebook and watch it there. Well, it's probably not perfect if it's radio, right? <laughs> That's true. See, whenever people ask me, I give them the one-stop shop. The Cigar Authority. See, I was about to do that, and someone someone interrupted me, the Messiah over here. Oh. So when he talks, we all have to <laughs> bow and, and listen. I uh, have to listen to that again. We are Top po- of the hour, it's going to be there again. <laughs> and uh, We are podcasted for downloading on demand at thecigarauthority.com, Podbean, and, of course, now on iTunes. iTunes. So uh, what? Free. Free on iTunes. You don't have to pay a buck or anything for it. No, it's free everywhere. We charge you what it's worth, which is nothing. That's not true. It's worth a lot. We just don't charge you for it. Okay. We're giving you added value. And if you don't like it, we are we have a 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. Speaking <laughs> of added value, the first cigar of the day. I've been dying to try the cigar. I've been, I've been hearing about it. People are talking about it. This is CNC Connecticut. There's a lot of hype on this cigar right here, and I hope... That it lives up to it. You're talking about value. Three dollars and ninety-nine cents. Wow. This is the robusto. Wow. This now that's getting down as far as how possible it is to make a cigar. You have a fifty-one cent tax coming into the United States yep. on every single cigar. Yep. So fifty-one cent tax. They have to make a little bit of money. They sell it to you. I make money. You make money on it, and it's still three dollars and ninety-nine cents. And it's long-filled, handmade. Made in the Dominican Republic, premium cigar. This is from Joe Cusano, who used to be the president of Cusano Cigars. They were always a value company, what they were to begin with anyway. That's what Cusano Cigars was all about when it first came out 16, 17 years ago, before it was bought out. It was always about value. I I think Cusano Cigars are a great value to begin with anyway. But they sold the company out, uh, and Joe decides, okay, I'm going to start up again. From scratch, CNC Connecticut. They have first came out the CNC uh, limited release Maduro that came out, and then they came out with a cigar that I happen to love right now, which the which is the CNC Corojo. Phenomenal. And this one is the one they said that's going to take them to the top, because you know, folks, whether you smoke full-bodied cigars, medium-bodied cigars, the biggest selling cigar, take it from me is the mild of cigars. These are things that, that 80% of every cigar that's sold is a mild well, cigar. Well, my grandfather, who smokes eight cigars a day, couldn't do that if he was smoking powerhouses right. every single time. So you're talking about volume. Uh, the one that's going to pay the bills is usually the shade. Uh, and this is what put them on the map to begin with. Right. The, the Cusano 18, which is was their biggest selling one. Although I remember the Cusano Corojo, which I happen to love, and now there's the CNC Corojo, and again, I love it. So, uh, But I was looking forward to this. They had called up and said, did you get it yet? Did you get it yet? And no, we didn't get it. And finally, uh, on Friday, it shows up. So we're very excited about it. CNC Connecticut. I am using a uh, brand-new lighter that came in from um, the Zycar folks, and it's the um, Zycar Tech. And uh, I like the look of it. I like the big, big I like uh, you can see through and actually see the whole tank and see how much is in there. Awful big tank. Yeah. And how about the price? What do you think of price on this? Any idea? I'm going to say 20 bucks. Well, $29. I thought that was another great value. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, uh, like all Zycar products, they're guaranteed for life. So for $29, uh, assuming you don't lose it, this is your lighter for life. I'll tell you this. 
when it comes to buying presents, the best thing that my wife could do for me is buy me some cigars. And I have friends that are not what you'd call a cigar smoker, but you know, a, a buddy of mine worked for Apple and he helped me buy my my Mac, and so he's not really a cigar smoker. Maybe if he's playing golf or whatever. And as a gift, a thank you, I gave him a mini humidor and six or seven cigars. And he thanks me for it every single time I talk to him on the phone, every time we interact on Facebook, and every time there's an email exchanged. He thanks me for the humidor. I only thanked him once for the Mac. Maybe I should step yeah, it up a little bit. But Well, the thing is, every time he ends up having a, a celebration thing, goes for a cigar, sits with the cigar for an hour or so, really enjoys it, you're on his mind. It is a fantastic, and that's what we want to talk about is, what do you get him for Christmas? It is the ultimate gift when guys get cigars you know it's it's almost like you know what i'm not going to get him i'm not going to get him cigars cuz he loves them right no get him the tie get him a tool get him get him something that's going to help you something he's not going to enjoy you get him cigars let me tell you it's going to be a thank you. He's going to think of you each time. If Let's assume there's a, a box of 25 cigars. It's 25 hours that you're going to be thought about. Mm. It's a fantastic gift. And it has it has a lot of the things that guys just naturally gravitate to. Fire. Yep. We yeah. love fire. <laughs> things that reek. Yeah. I love the smell of it. And and what is more man, what is more manly than just seeing someone with a, a big scogie in their mouth and they're talking? Now, your buddy that got the cigars, he'd have a cigar every once in a while. Right. So he didn't love cigars, but he'd like a cigar now and then. And now when he when he goes to do them, he's not going to with a convenience store and getting under-humidified yeah. smokes. He's getting the ones that I gave him. You know, he'll probably it'll be a year and a half before he goes through all six of them, I'm sure. Yeah. But they'll be well-humidified. He's got his own humidor. And yeah. he tells me that he's now he's uh, trying to be a cop in Hawaii. Hmm. So we brought Good the humidor with him. So he'll pick up cigars in Hawaii and... Keep them in his humidor. And, and, and you know, folks will co come in the cigar store. I'm a retailer uh, myself, and I've been dealing for 27 years with people coming in getting cigars. The guy that uh, isn't uh, that into cigars that smokes every once in a while will come in and say, I don't need a humidor. When the fact of the matter is, you are the one that needs the humidor. Right. I, who smoke two or three cigars a day, do not need a humidor. Because if I get a box of cigars, it's, it's gone. not going to make the week. It's not going to have time to dry out. But you that smoke one cigar a week, it's going to take you a half of a year to get through a box of cigars. You need a humidor. You need something to keep it fresh. Let's assume you drink a lot of milk. You drink a half a gallon of milk a day. You don't even need a refrigerator. Good point. But somebody that drinks a glass of milk every day, it's going to go bad on you. I'm not sure how someone would feel about lukewarm milk, though. It'd be okay. You're not going to get sick. There are a few things that are good. Room temperature, pizza being one of them. Which you know, Dave doesn't like cold pizza. Did I you like, know that? Is like, he a man? I like cold things cold, hot things hot. He will not eat pizza unless it will burn the roof of his mouth, and he will eat it anyways. Well, that's when I want it. I In want. fact, <laughs> we were doing a taping for uh, one of his many video projects, and so I bring a pizza that I got a couple hours before. I was kind of thinking ahead. So I had it with me. It was ice cold. And it was cold. Because it was outside with your, with your Christmas trees and all that stuff. Holiday bush, whatever you call it. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into that. <laughs> 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 uh, 
so I bring in the pizza, and he goes, this is cold. And I'm like, yeah, it's better cold. It's got the garlic on the crust. It's good. You eat it. It's manly. And he says, oh, no, I bought something special for this. And we go in, and he has a mini version of a Blodgett pizza oven. Nice. Yeah, nice. Ridiculously expensive little toy to heat a... You know what it is? It's like that... What's that little it's oven? The the little you don't want to use a microwave. This is Easy good. bake. Oh, yeah. He has a pizza easy bake oven yes. is what it is. Yes. For, Doesn't for, everybody have... <laughs> you, you, now, you, you realize what's in the backyard. Yeah. You see what's in the, in the, in the store, in the little uh, kitchenette thing we have in there for ourselves. I got a problem, right? I know I have a problem. There's a pizza problem. I don't know if it's a problem. No, I, Can you have a problem with Well, pizza? I guess the problem is not having these things. Right. Loving pizza and not having these toys. But it's... So so why would I eat the cold pizza when I have that? Uh, I, I kind of get you on that, I the guess. The people that eat cold pizza, you don't have that. That's why you eat cold pizza. I understand. I'm, I feel for you. Get another job and buy these little special things because Listen, well, nobody's going to hear you. What do you like on your pizza? I like cheese on my pizza. That's it. You know, the veggie, like, put mushrooms on it or... Meat lovers, no, load it up. Never. No. I'll, I'll eat it, I mean, but uh, the, the regular thing is a regular cheese pizza. I don't want extra cheese. I just want a regular cheese pizza the way, the way it was meant to be. You want mac and cheese pizza? It's really good. All right. But I want regular, regular cheese pizza. My favorite combination... Hot peppers, and I mean jalapenos, not those silly yellow banana ones. I want full-on jalapeno peppers and pineapple. No. Yeah. It's my favorite combination. Green pepper and sausage. All right, I could see that. Green yeah. pepper's a very pungent flavor. When you flavor eat a really good cheese pizza, a really, the original way, in, in a wood fire oven or a, or a um, charcoal oven, yeah. regular cheese pizza, and when it comes to pizza, less is more. A little you less cheese. Less cheese. Not too much sauce. Not too much cheese. Not too much anything. L- little, uh, you know, light on the on anything that you put on it. Not too much. And that's when where the flavor is. Love pizza. I want pizza Have right you, now. I need to ask you a question. And uh, not to me- not to pick pick out any retailers or anything, but you're from Massachusetts. I'm from Massachusetts. Have you ever had uh, Town Spa down in uh, Stoughton? Don't even know it. Oh, I'll bring you some. It is. Awesome. Make sure you bring really? it hot, because otherwise the, the whining and the complaining starts. Town Spa and where? It's down in Stoughton. Really? Stoughton, Mass. Oh, oh. It's... never heard of it. <sighs> never heard of it. So we're smoking a CNC Connecticut cigar by Joe Cusano, new company. Uh, already, not only the Maduro is out, not only the Corojo is out, now the Connecticut is out. They also make a lower priced, if you can believe it, even lower priced, the. Um, Rollback cigar, which is in the two dollar range. It's a short filled cigar. Um, it's not of the quality of what I'm smoking right now, that's for sure. Um, this is twice as good. It's two dollar cigar to a four dollar cigar. Three dollars and ninety nine cents. We're smoking the Robusto. Perfect burn. Beautiful wrapper. Firm. Right. Well filled. Firm, firmly packed. Very nice taste. Not a very, very mild taste. I would say more closer to medium than mild. Yeah. I would say a lot of flavor. What what is the what is the flavor profile that would distinguish Mexican food from other food? What is that spice they put on it? Yeah, you got a little spice here. There's a specific I I'm very dis di- Cumin. You really? I'm picking up a little bit I, of cumin I, flavor. I'm usually very unhappy with Mexican food because for some reason, in my mind, Mexican food is supposed to be hot, and it's not. 
It's not very, very spicy, but for some reason, my whole life I've been thinking, oh, it's Mexican, it's very, very hot, and it's not. And then you get disappointed. Right. You like spicy food. Yeah. I'm a big spice head myself. But it's, you don't get that from Mexican It's rare. Food. Yeah. So it's usually not what you think, or not what I continue to think, and always disappointed because it's not hot. Well, that, it's a kind of a bland culture. Mm. So what do you think of a cigar, taste-wise? Besides I'm, I'm picking up a little bit of cumin. Uh, I would agree with you, medium flavor there. It's definitely not It's not on the mild flavor end, but I'm not picking up any heaviness at all. I would say light-bodied, medium-flavored. Nice cigar for this kind of price. Uh, I'll tell you, cigars nowadays, um, there's some great stuff under $5. Great cigars under $5. If you smoke two cigars a day, my God, under 10 bucks, you, you, you're going to become a cigar expert. You know, you, you're really in the game at that point, a couple cigars a day. Speaking of experts, Chuck, mm-hmm. Dave blinded me the other day, and for the first time in my life, I was able to identify a cigar relatively quickly and with... Certainty. Blind taste testing a cigar. No cigar band on it. What does it taste like? What do you think? And it, Eleven, uh, 1,100 choices. Which one? Ba-boom. On the nose. Picked it out. And um, what I'm realizing is now that You're I'm... You're an expert now. I mean, you used to be... You call yourself the... I still uh, am the resident rookie, but yeah. the uh, now when I'm smoking a cigar, I'm paying attention to what the cigar is doing because I'm going to be blinded on this cigar at some point. So one of the things you want to pay attention to is as you're smoking it, does it get softer? Does it stay hard? That'll tell you how much it's uh, been filled. What is the draw like, given the amount of uh, packness? Mm. So we'll say, as an example, a Perdomo cigar, you can get halfway through the cigar before it really softens because it's so packed with tobacco. Now, there's a clue. If you're halfway through a cigar and it's still firm but it's drawing, then it's a pretty good chance that it's a Perdomo, and that's what I guessed. Yep. All right, uh, Christmas or Christmas Day is the annual holiday generally celebrated on, generally celebrated, always celebrated on December 25th by billions of people around the world. Interesting thing about that, the, the de- December 25th is, um, th- that actual date corresponds with a pagan holiday. Jesus Christ actually would have been born in the late springtime because the sheep were out to pasture. There was no snow in the manger. Yeah, they have the same weather that we have here. Well, this is when it's celebrated anyway. It is a Christian feast and commemorates the birth of Jesus Christ. That's what it is. Okay? Um, it's a civil holiday, and you get the day off of work. Or you get double time or double time and a half. I think Christmas is triple time for some places if you're working. Okay. Throughout the holiday season, Christmas has been the subject of both controversy and criticism uh, from a wide variety of different sources. Controversy and criticisms continue right to this present day, where some Christians and non-Christians have claimed that there it is now dubbed the War on Christmas, and it's ongoing. And I hear it all the time. People obviously have a problem with it. Uh, going into a store, when they say happy holidays to me, and I'm a Christian, I am really bugged. I am bugged because they've been told to do this. It really bothers me because this is what it is. You know, it, hey, happy Fourth of July or whatever it is. That's what, no problem with that. But because it's about baby Jesus, we have a problem here. All right. You know, um, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Look, I like the Christmas Jesus best, and I'm saying grace. When you say grace, you can say to grown-up Jesus or teenage Jesus or bearded Jesus or whoever you want. You know what I want? 
I want you to do this grace good so that God will let us win tomorrow. Your tiny Jesus, your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. Ricky, finish the damn grace. Oh, my goodness gracious. Finish the damn grace. This is, yeah, while he's praying. (laughs) And it is all about baby Jesus here. This is the birth of Jesus Christ. So he didn't have a beard when he was born. He was baby Jesus. So that's what we celebrate. Um, So the question is, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? Um, The American Civil Liberties Union uh, have brought it to court and tried to stop it. Hang on a second. Stop it in school. Let's let's break that down for one second. Yeah. The American Civil Liberties Union. Now, our Ten Commandments, yeah, our Ten Commandments, our Bill of Rights is based loosely on the Ten Commandments and Judeo-Christian values. We are not based on, we'll say, Jewish holidays or whatever the Kwanzaa or whatever the other stuff is. It's Christian values that we're based on. I happen to not be a Christian. I'm an atheist, but I'm certainly, I don't discount things like the Ten Commandments. Just in case there's a hell, I don't want to end up going That's there. That's right. Yeah, I'll do the best I can for you when you're in there. But if you're not, you don't well, believe. Guys, guys, put in a good word for me. <laughs> Beyond that, it's First Amendment. You know, what is this country? Where are we going? This is First Amendment. We don't give you Jewish holidays off. If you work at the post office, you don't get Hanukkah. You get Christmas. It's what it is. Let's make believe it's not that. Let's make believe this is December 25th is holiday. No. It's Christmas, and that's what it's celebrating. That's why you have the day off, and it's been going like that. Listen, if you want to really do something instead of going in a tent in the middle of the thing, why don't you go to work that day? Don't take the double time. Take regular time because you're you're against what the thing is. You'd have to take a bath in order to be able to do that, and I think that's the big objection is the bathing. You'd have to be, you know, washing your body, yeah, you, not you, smelling bad, yep. and you'd actually, you would have to clear up your thinking to be able to do that. When they say, when, when somebody says Merry Christmas to me, it makes me smile. Yes. It makes me happy when they say it because they mean it. And, and when someone threatens to occupy you. When they say Happy Holidays, I'm, I'm literally insulted. I'm bothered by it. You feel and, like going to EMS and buying them a tent and just making it easy for them? I say back to them, they say, Happy Holidays. And I stop on my tracks and I say, Merry Christmas. I look right in their eyes. Merry Christmas. You get like a sullen look on your face? What it, I feel bad because I know they're told to do that. I can't imagine they came up with that on their own. They're told to do it, right? I would agree it's, with it's you. About, and if you're Jewish and you, you don't believe that you... In this Jesus is the Christ funny of, thing about the whole Jewish religion. They killed a guy. Then they make believe he doesn't exist. He was Jewish. Or he was Jewish. <laughs> Is that why they killed him? No, they were Jewish. So they kill him, and then they pretend like he doesn't exist for all eternity so that there's no murder on their conscience. That's my thought. And they didn't kill him. It wasn't like, let's not start any trouble here. In 1984, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that um, a Christmas display, including a nativity scene, owned and displayed by the city of Pawtucket, Rhode Island, did not violate the First Amendment. Therefore, it's okay, right? 
But it continues. It continues. The fact is Christmas is the largest annual economic stimulus. You want stimulus for the United States? Christmas is the largest annual economic stimulus for nations around the world. Sales increase dramatically. Take it from me. I'm in retail. Dramatically. In almost all retail shops, in shops introducing new products, people purchase gifts, decorations, supplies. It's a boom in the economy. Let's call it what it is. It's Christmas Day. Love it. And it's the most... It's the least active day in the year for business. On Christmas Day, almost everything shuts down. Retail, commercial, institutional business are closed, and they're closed for one thing. They're closed for Christmas, not for holiday. Have you, you ever are off for that day? You are paid double time. It's not because it's a holiday. It's for Christmas. Have you ever seen a holiday bush or a holiday tree? No. It's a Christmas tree. I work for or I volunteer at the Exchange Club, and we sell... Christmas trees for charity. Every single penny goes to charity. It's an all-volunteer organization, and it's a Christmas tree. We do not say holiday trees. We do not say happy holidays. We say Merry Christmas, and I hope I hope it pisses someone off. Anybody buying it, buying the tree, right. should not have a problem with a Christmas tree. They're going to put it in their house. They believe it's Christmas. Some of these whack jobs buy it. They, they don't even know what they're doing. They're buying a Christmas tree, and they're saying happy holidays. Get with it, this man. Is what, this is what's happening to our society. It's sad. We're getting dumber and dumber because no child is being left behind. Don't even go there. I'm just saying. Don't go, even go, go there. Go there a little bit because I had there's friends, a problem with that, the biggest uh, mistake ever. I had friends in grade school, and thank God they got left behind because they were bad <laughs> influence on me. They could go terrorize somebody else. They got left back, and I had a, I had a drive at that point to move forward so that I didn't get my butt kicked in English class when the teacher wasn't looking. I had to get good grades because it kept me away from the putzes. Yeah. That's a Yiddish word. <laughs> <laughs> and, it full, and it goes full circle. <laughs> it goes full circle. Oi. Oi, <laughs> Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Um... All right, CNC Connecticut, you like it? I'm digging it so far. I'm digging it. Three dollars and ninety-nine cents. Cumin flavor was right up, right up at the beginning. So uh, I don't know what that is, so I, I can't. Uh, it's like the classic thing. You taste it, and it's the me- it's the Mexican flavor. Is it red stuff? No, it's like a red salt? greenish tinge to it, I guess. It's not something you'd have as a condiment. It's a flavoring element that you put in. It's a sprinkled thing on it. In it, yeah. While you're cooking, like the refried beans or whatever, you throw some cumin in, and it gives it that. Mexican flavor. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is, Chuck? No. I don't even know what it is. I don't. So, hey, whatever. Um, what do you think? We'll go to break. We'll come back, and we'll tell you about um, the um, items for Christmas, what what you should get them, and let's talk about um, over the years the different uh, things that were the most popular products yeah. that were out there. We'll go through that. And uh, we got lots more coming up. When we come back, the Guinness Book of World's Record has been broken. The longest cigar has been rolled out. Uh, flavored cigar bans in New York under FDA law. Strange but true stories. More cigars. We're going to smoke a real uh, strong cigar in the next Bring hour. It. Oh, I can't wait. So we'll go from one extreme to the other, okay? So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, that and lots more. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Two guys rock. Two 
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 there's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom 
from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603 603- Four seven five one three nine one. That's six zero three four seven five one three nine one. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wonder, I'm thinking Aaron might be Jewish, and you might be offended then. It's not even, uh, Hanukkah's not even Instead the high holy holiday for... No, it's not. Jewish, it's not yeah. It's not the big one. Nope. Uh, but uh, it's, it runs around the time of Christmas, so... They're trying to just ride the wave with us. They added it millions of years ago, knowing full well we were going to have Christmas. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. We're broadcasting live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. If you're on the road, you want to come down and have a cigar with us, take Route 95 to Exit 1, take a left on Route 1, yep. and we're right there a uh, quarter of a mile down on the left. Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Uh, small crowd today. Usually it's uh, busy. Everybody's uh, out and about getting... Holiday gifts, um, Christmas presents. There you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> and speaking of Christmas presents, um, you know we, we did it we did it last year, and uh, you always wonder what the big holiday gift is uh, each year. What's the big one going to be? And last year's big holiday gift was the Apple iPad. That was the big one, and uh, an expensive gift, because if you go back. Uh, a lot of years ago, you'll see that um, we're not doing so bad as a country. Is everybody crying? Things are bad. I'll tell you, the gifts have uh, certainly gone up in price. The, the popular gifts have gone up in price dramatically over the years. Go back to uh, 1984. Um, it was the Transformers, a $14 toy. Joe Cusano is on the chat box right now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> is it, we're, we're smoking the CNC Connecticut for the first time and loving it. $3.99. It is unbelievable for a premium, long-filled, handmade cigar out of the Dominican Republic. It's almost impossible. We, we've gone through this before where right. the taxation, the S-chip tax that comes in at over 50 cents per cigar, the retailer who makes money on it, the shipping, the packaging. Mm. This is not a bundle cigar. This is in a beautiful box, beautiful band, $3.99. This is the bargain. And and the, you would think that if you were gonna if you were gonna produce a product that you'd have to produce it so cheaply in order to have the profit margin work for you. This is not a cheap cigar. I'm 35 minutes into the cigar. It's a robusto, and it's gonna make it to the end of the hour. It certainly it's, will. It's, it's gonna end up being an hour long smoke. So hi Joe Cusano checking in, um, loving it so far, loving it. So we'll see how uh, it finishes out at the end. But um, I, I love the Corojo version. Um, the CNC Corojo, 
And I was a little worried when this came in because I'm going to like the Corojo better. Right. But you know what? I may have a new new favorite. <laughs> we'll see. You may. $3.99. It's unbelievable. So back to uh, a $14 gift in 1984 is the Transformers. I'm just going to go through some of these. Speaking of Transformers, yeah. when I was a kid, we didn't celebrate Christmas because my dad's like the other side, born-again Christian, like upset that Christmas is on December 25th and not in the springtime. And we would celebrate Christmas in the springtime when Jesus was really born. My dad's an odd guy. But somehow, one of my relatives... And the who, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Wow. Yeah. He just went there. And, and, that, and that left us, ooh, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah, that stung a little. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, somehow, my, my aunts, who all like to give my dad a hard time, would buy us Christmas presents anyways, and they would disguise them as other things. We, we would end up with them. But I can remember getting, in 1984, a Transformer car. You remember which one? Bumblebee. Nice. How old were you in 84? Not old. Hang okay. on. My math's terrible. Eight. When I was eight. Born. Okay, so perfect. Six. Was I six? I was six. Okay. So the following year, um, and this will say a lot if you were big onto uh, the Care Bears in 85. Got one of those, too. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that says a lot right there. <laughs> well, they're $14 and $10. I mean, this is... This is what you got. Yeah, this is what you get your nephew or whatever. $10 gift. Yeah. Not the iPad. Well, they you know, which, hadn't been which invented was, yet. How much was the iPad then, l- last year? Five. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, if the iPad so, two came out. So listen, if that was the biggest gift, we're doing okay as a nation. That we're buying five hundred dollar presents, and back then it was ten and fourteen dollars. So you see what happened? Well, here's the problem, Dave. You ready for this? Yeah. People charge it. Are they actually using their money? Well, this... you know, back in the day, they actually paid for it cash. They had the money. I think right now they're just leveraging their credit. You would you would get made fun of in 1984 if you had a credit card and you bought things on it. It was a big luxury item to have a credit card. Sure. 1989, Game Boy. Gets a little more expensive, right? Never had one of those. My dad was against video games, and I'm glad he was. Really? I'm against them now, yeah. Are you? No kidding. I can't stand them. I'm not against anything. Uh, 1990, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, this is kid stuff, and that's what it should be, right? Mm -hmm. It's for children. Yeah. Christmas is for children. This is awesome. 1991. The number one selling Christmas item for the year was the Pog. Do you know what a Pog is? The little round circles. Yeah. And yeah. You play a game with it. Right. It's a basically, dollar. A it's dollar a pack. Tiddlywinks on steroids is what it is. Yeah, right. So a dollar item becomes the biggest thing. Um, 92 is uh, Bonnie the Talking Doll. I bet the markup on a Pog is quite a bit different than one on Transformers. I bet there's a higher markup. Yeah, a pog costs a penny to if produce, that, yeah, and you can get a, a dollar penny. for it. But yeah. you know what? Nobody has a problem spending a dollar for the kid's toy, and he loves it the most. It was the biggest, hottest thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers in 94, Beanie Babies, another cheap thing in 95. Beanie Babies was the start of the Christmas craze when you couldn't get stuff. That was the when uh, marketing shifted so that they would intentionally release less than what the demand was to drive the price up. My wife... Who was my girlfriend at the time? Was she my wife? No, she might have been my wife. You don't uh, remember when you got married? Because she's listening. She isn't. She went to some concert oh, in Connecticut, so she's away. Um, she no, can, yeah, she was she my can wife. Pick the, she she can was pick my the wife. station up in Rhode Island. She was my wife. She was really into the Beanie Babies, and we have a storage place out in Saugus with all our stuff stored away. And it's the home of the Beanie Babies is what I call it. We pay a monthly fee so they stay nice and warm. I said, just throw them away. 
uh, her collection of Beanie Babies, which is vast. She was really into it. Tickle Me Elmo in uh, 96. That was a craze. You couldn't get Jingle it. All the Way. The movie was written about the Tickle Me Elmo thing. Yeah. The whole oh, really? craze about it, yeah. Um, now, 97, you got to help me with this one. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Okay. This was um, six, seven, eight-year-old girls walking around with their little digital toys, and you had there were buttons on them, three yeah. buttons. And if it was hungry, you had to feed it, and if it needed its diaper change, you had to push the change of the button. And if you kept good care of it, the life meter would grow on it. And if you didn't take good care of it, it would die, and it would stop working. Interesting. Genius. Yep. Yeah. That was the hot thing in uh, 97. Furbies come out in 98. Just electronic Beanie Babies, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, Pokemon, 1999. Razor Scooters in 2000. Brat Dolls in 2001. 2002 and 2003 is the Beyblades? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, the little zip toy. You rip the thing and the top goes shooting out and it fights the other top. So it's another cheap, relatively cheap yeah, item. inexpensive, yeah. under 20 bucks. Okay. Uh, in 2004, what's this one? Robos? Whatever. I must have been sleeping through 2004. Oh, you know what I was doing? I was working. Okay. Full time. Because this is what happens to me where I don't yeah. see it. Robos Spitans. A remote control, 14-inch tall, humoroid. Hemorrhoid? What is this? Humanoid. <laughs> a 14-inch hemorrhoid. In, in, instantly, it goes to butt humor. On the cigar authority. Um, now it starts getting expensive. 2005. Here's where things change, and they say the economy ended up crashing. Uh, people started not having money, and it's because they started spending big money. Here's Too much it, money. Xbox 360, 2005. Yeah. PlayStation 3, 2006. Big money. iTouch, 2007. Wow. Um, which is the iPod Touch. Nook Reader, which is the e-reader thing. Yeah. 2009. Apple iPad, 2010. So we got into spending some serious money the last few years at the time when we supposedly have no money. So why not just make the gift of the year Pause. cigars? And then you can save yourself. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting. What can 2011 be? What's it going to be? The big screen. Um, you know, we gave away a 70-inch TV last week. The 80-inch is out already. So the 70-inch, forget about it. It was the big thing for about a week. Yeah. Right. right. Now right. it's an 80-inch TV. An 80-inch TV, that is huge. That is your wall. Big money. You're talking like five grand. You'd have to redesign your house to get that thing to fit in the wall. So the answer this year, we already have the answer of what 2011 is. 2011, the item is going to be cigars. And for Could be three, the new shuriken cutter. $39.99, stainless steel. It's got this little leather band around it. Yeah, the plastic one comes in metal now. Pretty awesome. $39.99. For both ladies that are listening, buy your other lady friend. Six blades that cut the cigar. Six blade cutter. It's pretty cool. I'll tell you one thing. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have this yet because it's brand new. This year, the Shuriken Cutter came out. Never came out before. It's a new way of cutting cigars. Just recently, this week, came in the metal versions. I, at first, I, I wasn't a big fan because it seemed like it was changing the flavor of the cigar too much. But what I found was I wasn't able to pull enough smoke with just the one cut. So I do two. I go jab, and then I pull it out all the way and turn it and jab again. Now I love it. That's the home run right there. Very importantly, pulling it out all the way, because if you twist it, 
Yeah. Everybody out there, all the Facebook fans and stuff showing me the pictures of their the mangled cigars. Because it says in big letters right on the instructions, do not twist. You stick it straight in, you pull it straight out. Six blades of the If you were to turn it a quarter turn. The double entendre you... on this is killing me, by the way. I'm yeah. trying to keep it clean. Okay. I'm not with you, but um, don't. it says right on it. Don't it's been that it. long. Don't put any body parts in this, and that doesn't just mean fingers. Don't do anything to this. Important for our Jewish friends who may be trying to buy this for their moil. Yeah. No, Chuck? I'm too, not, no comment. No car? No car. No. All right. Just walking the line. <laughs> just walking the line and doing his thing. So this year, um, the, uh, 2011 for Christmas, the number one item we're going to say right now is cigars. So you need to buy him cigars. You can go with the CNC Connecticut at $3.99, and he's going to have an hour of happiness. Can I give a power play on this? You really yep. want to give an awesome gift? Include, yep. Throw in a humidor. Right. Do like you did to your buddy. Now yeah. you're talking. Did we say this on, on the air or off the air that you gave your buddy a human? We said it on the okay. air. Uh, but I saw one of uh, one of your gift packs, actually, is like $49, and you get four. No, it was 40 bucks, right? 39 I think 59 59 What's in the gift pack? Well, it's a humidor. Yep. And then there's like 48 I did the math. There's like $48 in cigars in the humidor for... 50 bucks or whatever, so home yeah, run. the humidor becomes free. There's a, you know, and it's not the greatest humidors in the world and stuff, but you don't have to. You know, it's it's a piece of furniture. So right. believe it or not, the cheap humidor and the great and the great expensive humidor, it's like a chair. You can buy a folding chair for 10 bucks. You can sit in it and it works. Or you can buy a nice beautiful leather chair that costs you a thousand dollars and you sit in there and that works too. One's better than the other, but they both do what they're supposed to do. So a humidor is to keep 70% relative humidity in the tobacco so that it stays fresh forever. How long does the cigar last? Improper improper humidity? Humidification? Forever. Forever. So that's what the difference is. In the next hour, we're going to get into a cigar that's about aged tobacco, and we'll talk about that. And in the next hour, we're going to talk about a cigar that's 100 years old. That was smoked and completely enjoyed for for a few seconds. For a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. So. It tastes a lot like sulfur, and why does it sound like there's a fuse burning? No, what are we saying? That's a little tease, right? That's my tease. Okay, um, we're doing a little something in the store uh, going on right now. Um, you've heard of a straw poll? Well, Two Guys Smoke Shop uh, is taking their own little spin on it here. Uh, all three guys, uh, all three of Two Guys Smoke Shops. The state of New Hampshire will once again play host to the first Republican presidential primary on January 10th. I was wondering why I didn't see any Democrats up there. It's a Republican poll. That's right. I, and somebody said it. How come there's only Republicans up here? And I said because it's, it's Republican a Republican poll. Yeah. You guys already picked your guy, which is Obama. Right. Good luck with that. Uh, you know what? I wish he was the greatest. Because it would be good for this country. I wish yeah. he was the greatest. The fact of the matter is, he's not. And anybody that says there is, is naive or lying ignorant or lying. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, January 10th here in New Hampshire will be the Republican primary. But a two-guy smoke shop, we will count the first ever matchstick poll the day before. So just like the straw poll, this is the match poll. The match poll is a unique, unique way to find out how people feel. We feel that this election, cigar smoking clientele may be, have the best ability to be the best predictors more than any other polling company. Why is that? 
Do you know that presidents of the United States smoke cigars more than did not? I did know that. Democrats or Republicans, doesn't matter. More of them smoke cigars that didn't smoke. Didn't know that. Uh, every day in our lounges, you can't help but he- hear people talking about politics. It happens every day, absolutely. Like the barbershop of the 50s and 60s once was, that is happening right now in the cigar stores across the country. Every day in a cigar shop, it's a small town meeting. Well, back then, barbershops were your everything. Yeah. Right. It was man town. You'd go in to get your hair cut. You'd go in to buy your cigars, your accessories, hair tonic. Yeah. Regular tonic. And there'd be a soda jerk sometimes, too. Which would be soda for you guys that don't know what tonic is. You know what? People don't know what that is. Really? They don't know what it is across the country. Like, we call soda tonic here in New England, I guess. And tonic, what? You know, it's like um, they call it pop. You know, Mm. other people call it pop. But it's soda, right? It's a Coke is tonic. That's what we call it. It's like fraps and shakes. Yeah, I guess. So anyway. What about uh, fribble? Where does that fall? Friendly. That's New England. Fribble. Oh, really? Same as a frap. Okay. Is it? No. It's not the same. Fribble's thicker. Ah. It's a thicker frap? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, I would say here at the cigar shop, not only is it lots of um, guys talking politics, but I would say everybody that comes in the cigar shop actually is a voter also. They're not just... I'd agree with you there. Every single one. I'd be, I'd be amazed to hear somebody say, yeah, I don't vote. These guys are passionate. You might get yourself choked, actually, if you said that. So anyway, when customers come into Two Guys Smoke Shop, they're welcome to cast their ballot in the form of a color-coded wooden matchstick. You see them right at the registers at all three stores. Just put the maroon one in because it's the one that's going to win. Simply pick a matchstick of your favorite candidate. There's a little glass jar with each candidate and with a picture in front of it, and they're all color-coded. So I didn't pick my favorite. I picked the one who's going to win. Which is a mistake, because you're supposed to vote for who you want to win. It's not you you pick the right one so you win. It's not what the thing is. Pick the best candidate. I pick the one who I think has the most crossover appeal when it comes to a head-to-head election with Obama, and that's how I play it. I would love to be able to vote for guys like Ron Paul. Thank you. Or if Herman Cain wasn't such a dirtbag, I'd be able to vote for him, too. He but. has not. Hey, today's the day. We're going to find out if he's going to stay in. Or Imagine if all of it's really not true. It would be a what? shame. What? He's not acting like it's not true. Yeah. He's playing the legal game. You know what? He doesn't know how to act because he's not a politician. So he doesn't even understand how this is going on. And he was not prepared for what's happening because he's not a politician. And this is his first time jumping in. And he goes, wow, they're ripping apart me and my family. And what the hell is going on? And the, the poor guy doesn't know what the hell's happening. doesn't know how to act. He's saying some of the wrong things because he's not playing playing it politically correct hmm. politically correct because he's not a politician that's why i, I do why. i do like his uh 999 plan yeah it doesn't work but that's a whole nother story <laughs> here at two guys smoke shop there's no chads no partial ballots one matchstick one vote on january 9th 2012 two guys smoke shop will tally up our matchsticks at all three of our polling stations which is our two guys locations salem nashua and seabrook new hampshire we'll make the announcement the day before the election. Uh, I have a good feeling the smoking clientels are going to get it exactly right. So we'll see what ends up happening. We'll let you know on the Cigar Authority. We'll say this is where we're at. So vote early and vote often. Looking inside, I do see, like you said, the maroon matches seem to be a little, there's no way to, t- you know, for sure to tell it's glass. You can see through it. But it looks a little heavily populated with maroon, yeah. which happens to be Mitt Romney's color. Yes. 
Is that because you think he's a maroon? No, I don't know. What color is uh, my, my, my man, Ron Paul? I don't know. I'll find you out. You have to take a look. But uh, you can, you can, I know some of the blue ones, brown. Brown. Uh, yeah, the colors mean nothing, but they're all they're all laid out there, and uh, we'll end up seeing it's uh, it's an interesting thing. You hear people talking about it all the time, so we're trying something a little different here and see uh, what people think, and you can actually look inside and see. So, uh, it, as much as it looks like maroons are there, you'll watch a guy walk up and, and hit the maroon. But I don't want you to hit the maroon because at the end, y'all you picked it right. We're not asking you to pick who's gonna win. We're asking you who you want. To vote for, so we'll we'll just turn out. Exactly. I always I always vote against people. I don't vote for them. Interesting. That's how I play it. Interesting. There's not the, the, none of the candidates are great. They don't all line up with what I would like. Right. No. Yeah. No one's going to be perfect. So I take the person that I don't want to win. Right now it's Obama, and I think, okay, who has the best chance of beating him? Romney. Yeah, I'm just worried about the health issue with the the Romney health thing here. The folks in Massachusetts listening, you get, you know, he, he's just being very strong about this was good for Massachusetts. It's not good for the United States, but it was good for Massachusetts. When the fact of the matter is, it wasn't good for Massachusetts. It wasn't either. good for Massachusetts once the regime switched over. I would I would believe that it doesn't the, work. The whole plan would work possibly if he was in office. I'm not saying that I sign up to it. I'm just saying when you have somebody who writes the plan and they're governing and there's other things that probably went into play to make that work they're not happening not happening not happening i don't like it but well yeah it's reality we'll see how it ends up turning out so uh still smoking the cnc connecticut i'm down close to the band right now i am uh, i took my take band, the off. band off i'm yep. gonna take mine off too so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna nub this thing we have uh we're, we're almost what about 50 minutes into it 55 minutes into yeah. this thing now Jose Cotaylor, yeah, Cairo, Cueto, Cueto a... sounds like Cueto, looks yeah. like Cueto. Jose Cueto, he rolled an 81.8 meter long cigar last May, and we covered it on the show. Yeah, we were trying to get the cigar to show up in Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah, never happened. Well, that's because it's from Havana. Oh, from we're gonna Cuba. have to cover this after. Uh, after the break. Well, he made the longest cigar, and uh, we'll tell you all about that and uh, a lot more. When we come back, uh, we're going to light up a new cigar. Um, this is going to be a new strong cigar. The brand's been out, but it's a new size of a cigar. Uh, wait till you see this, and we're going to see if Mr. Chuck can handle handle this, or if I can handle it. There's only one Mr. on this show. It's Mr. John. Oh, Mr. That's just regular Chuck. Let's all be Mr. Mr. Dave, Mr. Chuck, Mr. Jonathan. No? Yeah. Mr. Jonathan doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> let's t- let's say Mr. Jonathan in the in the third person. Uh, strange but true stories. Very interesting stuff here, having to do with cigars. Um, and um, we sat down to eat our turkeys on Thanksgiving. At the same time, Mr. Obama was signing into law that Americans need to eat horses instead. Okay, so we'll tell this you about will be that. interesting. Very interesting, and uh, lots more to talk about. So uh, stick around, folks. We're going to take a short break. We come back. We're going to light up, and uh, that and lots more. So uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network.
Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And there's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band. No fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. 
They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Streaming online at 1510thezone.com. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Mr. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? I didn't catch it. Yeah, you forgot, didn't you? I forgot. I forgot. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. We are here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. You want to come by and say hi, grab a cigar or something? Uh, Take Route 95 to Exit 1, the first exit into New Hampshire. Um, and you come to the end of the exit, you hit Route 1, take a left. We're right there on the left-hand side, about a quarter mile down. Uh, that's it. I'm going to take my last puff of the C&C Connecticut, $3.99 Robusto. Unbelievable for the money. Really unbelievable, period. It would stand up against easily a 6 or $7 cigar. Easy. It's uh, less than half the price. And we're going to go on to something very, very different right now. Uh, completely the opposite. Although still made in the Dominican Republic where the CNC is made, this cigar is made in the Dominican Republic by Atoro Fuente. And this is the Anejo, A-N-E-J-O. And uh, the cigar's been around for a while. Before you get yep. into that, why don't you cut and light, and I'll go over the station so we don't forget. Go ahead. And then we'll be ready to rock. I'll slide the cedar off of this. It's cedar wrapped, yeah. which makes it a little tough to... It's got a, if, if you're doing hands on, it's the whole thing going on. If here. you're doing your monologue about how you're cutting and lighting, no, no, I can't no. read the thing. No, no, I'm just saying there's a whole bunch. Of, look, look at all the. <laughs> Why don't you just you, get it all out? No, Go you, ahead. You got the ribbon. You got you got uh, cedar wrapped around it. It's it's a whole thing here. Go ahead. I got. Are you sure? I, I'm probably not going to get done in time. By the time <laughs> you're done, so. WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320. Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1350 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And the Cigar Station at the thecigarstation.com in cigar shops across the country. Twice on Sundays they play our show. Uh, typically last week's show from 11 to 1 and then again from 11 to 1. 11 11. Why? <laughs> Why just listen when you can watch our video streaming live on the thecigarauthority.com? Or any of our podcasts or video casts are available on demand at the Cigar Authority, Podbean, and iTunes.com. You know what I'm doing with the cedar? That's all I have to say about that. Oh, he's smart. I'm going to oh. light the cedar up. This is called the cedar spliff when you do it. You turn a piece of cedar into your giant match. All right. 
because it has a cedar on it. And you may as well use it. All right. And a match doesn't give me enough time. The match doesn't give me enough time, so that's why I don't usually like a wooden match, because I need a little more time. But this... It's because you held the match wrong, I'm thinking. If you hold it vertically like this, you get a little toastiness. It would be, probably be helpful if I cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Terry? Terry, you got a bucket? What, are you going to bite it? He's going to use the old match, the bite match. Let's watch him catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God we have a stream. Nice. He burned yeah. his hand. He almost <laughs> caught himself on fire. This, now That's this, what I get for talking trash. This is YouTube it's called material karma. here. This is YouTube material <laughs> going on right here. Definitely. The, the uh, ashtray is on fire. It's, <laughs> there's a whole thing going on here for those that are uh, watching on the, the uh Watching the podcast instead. I'm gonna of need listening. the lighter. I didn't get it fully lit. I don't think. Yeah, you're a mess. <laughs> this hey, is, you can use my cedar stick. You, actually, you, yeah, this is good entertainment. And he calls himself the cigar authority. I tell you, I'm the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, right off the bat, holy god. Um, this is a line extension. Oh, here comes the fire extinguisher. <laughs> this is a line extension for the Atoro Fuente Anejo line. So this is, uh, there's always been, uh, not always been, but the six uh, sizes to the Anejo, and this is a brand new size called the number 60. It is, is a six and a quarter by 48 ring gauge. So uh, what do you want to call that? It, it's a kind of a robusto. Thin Churchill, maybe? Or is it and, not long enough? Yeah, it's only six and a quarter, so it's a... Little longer than a robusto, a little thinner. It's a, it's a nice little size, though. We'll call it a churchy. Churchy? It's a mini Churchill. It is called the number 60. In the uh, late 90s, Hurricane George swept through the Dominican Republic uh, with it, uh, Fuente Chateau de la Fuente Tobacco Farm. That's where they grow, the first place they ever grew wrapper leaf in the Dominican Republic for the Opus X cigars. And um, it kind of uh, ruined the whole crop of Opus X because the wrapper's all gone, so they're going to be in trouble. A couple of years later, they'll be in big trouble. So what they do at Fuente is really back off at that point. They never want to be out. So all of a sudden, production drops dramatically, and you only get a little bit for the next few years. So they keep it going, but... Um, they, they, they stretch it out. It's very aggravating as a retailer because you've got customers that want to spend their money on it, but you can't get the product. But I understand exactly what they do because they want to keep the brand out. They don't want to ever ruin it and not. Well, if you'd end up having to do a whole new brand launch if you Skip waited. Skip a year. And yeah. Which it may, you may be able to get extra play that way. That might be a better way to go about it. Let it run out. So instead of halting the production of um, Opus X, they stretch it out. Um, but they come out with a new brand, which is using the same filler and binder, but the wrapper has to change. So they use the Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper as opposed to the sun-grown wrapper that they use for Opus X. So all of a sudden, <laughs> what do you got going on? Cheer. Uh, well, who you? said that? Hang on. That's great. E-Santa says, watching you with those matches was like watching a special on TLC about monkeys using tools. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say this on the radio, yeah. but you can have that for free. <laughs> for those that are watching, 
Um, that, that, is, that, is known, uh, that is known in this area as the finger. Yes. Um, so anyway, the Atorofuente and Anejo is brought to life. Um, and I'll tell you, Opus X is a full-bodied, let's, let's call it like it is, it's a strong cigar. It is. They changed the wrapper, and you would think that it would calm it down because it's a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. If anything, this is stronger. You think? Oh, my God. Well, it's a thinner ring gauge than what Maybe. I've seen the Opus X Holy. as. So you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a lot more power from that. Chuck, wrapper. did you even light it? Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah, it's strong. Right? It is strong. It is strong. Oh my god! I'll is tell it, you this though, it, it's it's strong, but it's not like uh, we smoked. Uh, and I'm not picking on Pete Johnson, but he because he releases his Halloween series with the disclosure on them. The disclaimer says they are not aged. Please age them. So mm. when you smoke them early on, you're smoking them a year too soon. That's a strong cigar that is harsh because uh, raw. it hasn't. It's raw. raw. It hasn't been. Right. Fermented completely as a as a cigar itself. This has been. Yeah. So it's powerful, but flavorful. It's not it's not killing us, but we can we can feel the power right off the bat. Speak for yourself on that one. Yeah. Uh, well. On the on the meow. That's all I have to say <laughs> to you. On the cellophane on the cigar, it says X Viejo V I E J O, which means extra old, extra aged tobacco so it is like you said it's very very aged tobacco to begin with so supposedly it is very ready to go but i have tried the anejo as years went on and i'll tell you uh, opus x anejo a lot of their stuff ages so fantastic it becomes so much better with some time on it yeah so um if you were to buy something like this i would recommend date it put it aside and watch what ends up happening smoke one today hmm. and then put the rest aside and watch what ends up happening because they they mellow out for me they mellow out better and i can really enjoy it although if you if you like this kind of punch inside my mouth and the cheeks of my mouth they're all tingly it's all um i don't know you know when you blow up a balloon and your cheeks get sore yes from, that's going on i mean it's, there's so much tingling happening here i mean it's i'm not feeling that at all really i am i'm actually i'm quite comfortable with it right now no dave i'm with you on that yeah one. i am uh released only during christmas and father's day that's the only time you find this particular cigar out there it comes out one time right before father's day one time which is right now right before christmas so any of your cigar stores your brick and mortar cigar stores uh, if they carry fuente products they probably have some of this right now now is not the time to buy them. It's the only time to buy them. Hmm. So if you end up wanting to try it, I recommend you buy at least a couple of them, one for now, one for later to try with a little age on it to see what happens at a very minimal, buy two of them. And you try, it's not a cheap date here. You're talking about a $12 cigar on this particular size. Which is uh, getting to be the upper end at this point hmm. as far as what people are willing to pay on a regular basis. The wrappers have been aged in cognac barrels for five years. Wow. Do you taste any cognac or anything on them? Empty cognac barrels. But there, is a, there is a there is a something different that's other th other than just tobacco going on. I don't I don't know enough about cognac to be able to speak to it, but there is something additional, I would say, that it was flavored with something or, or tainted with something, not flavored. Uh, can I, let me ask you this question, yep. guys, Dave. So one of my first observations was how tightly packed this was compared yep. to other cigars. What's that about? Well, and it's amazing that the drawer is good, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, it is so dense, it almost is a piece of wood. Yeah. But then it, as you, if you feel down near where it's lit, it softens yeah. right up. Yeah. Good call. 
But that is that is the mark of a fantastic roller. And they use, I've been to the Fuente factory before, they use their best rollers on Opus X and they hold These are very, very special cigars, very, very special tobacco. They were the first people to make an all-Dominican cigar. By making an all-Dominican cigar, they had to make Dominican wrapper. Hmm. So they created Chateau de la Fuente. They grew wrapper. It was impossible to happen. Everybody said, no way, it's not going to happen. Opus X gets created. This is an Opus X, but with... A different wrapper on it because of the uh, what happened to the, with the Hurricane George. Oh, yeah. This is a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, a dark, thick, heavy. It's so funny that something that happened in 1990 is affecting the very cigar that we're smoking. And that's what happens. Well, yeah. Weather has everything to do with this. And somebody looks at a cigar and, you, you know, you look at what, what is happening this year. I guess they got too much rain this year in the Dominican. So a few years from now, we're going to have a Dominican problem. Tobacco, Dominican tobacco is going to be tough to get unless cigars slow down dramatically and stuff and they're able to split it up or else you watch. A few years from now, you're going to be like, there's not a, not few, a lot of... It's more than a decade from now if it's this well, cigar. Because they just, this is extra viejo, extra old age cigars. So that's what they do here. So anyway, this is a cigar we're smoking. Not up my wheel alley as far as what I would choose myself for a cigar because it's a little full-bodied, but it certainly is a special cigar. Uh, people clamor to get these. It's a big deal. So uh, you see them in your... Well, thank you, know, you for sharing them with well, us. We, we, we appreciate we, it. We should try it and, and get through what it is. Um, as I mentioned, the thick wrapper on the cigar, this is a cigar for me. It looks like yours is burning just fine, but yep. you, you also almost burnt down the building. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of when uh, Jesus Fuego was in here, and I tried copying him with the way he was tasting the cigars. It was this exact ashtray, and all of a sudden it's completely engulfed in flames. Just like it was a minute ago. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny when you don't have the cigars wrapped how well the tobacco burns. <laughs> yeah, all that extra oxygen. So this is uh, this is I would say one to ten. This is a nine anyway. You know where this would be strong. awesome? Nice full steak meal. Yeah. You know, nice like a, a good dark beer with this. This would where be do awesome. You, where do you guys fall as far as smoking before you eat, while you eat, or after you eat? As far as if you're going to try to match up your cigar. In the old days, when you could go in the restaurants and actually uh, you go into a Morton's or something like that, and you could eat before, during, and after the meal. Um, you could eat before, during, and after the meal? No, you could smoke before, during, okay. and after the meal. Um, eating, Smoking during dinner is awesome. Yeah. I agree. That, that's how I would do it. If, you know, I love the... It is uh, awesome. People used to say, you actually smoke while you're eating, and I, it's just like drinking while you're smoking, and huh. yeah, a little something. All the eat. experiences, yeah. It's awesome. And then things get paired up very well. You know, I'm not a big drinker anyway, so pairing it up with alcohol, I'm not a big drinker to begin with anyway, but uh, even eating some salty nuts right now would be awesome. Something. Uh, Garçon. Salty nuts. Yeah. Oh, we don't have one of those. We have none of that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, it's it's calmed down a little bit from, from the initial... Uh, I, didn't get, I didn't get the initial bite at all. It just Wow, the inside of my mouth, man. The, the, the sides of my cheeks are, are tingling sore like it's uh it's not i, I have a, a very strong sensitive, pa sensitive palate sensitive yeah. is a good word for it anyway so uh, we, we, before we went to uh the the break we had to take here you were talking about the longest cigar ever made breaking the guinness book of world's records that took place in may 81.8 meters long this is happened in cuba 
and uh, 81.8 meters. Uh, how long, Chuck, is, and I know you have the answer, that's why I'm going to Chuck here. How long is a meter? Uh, three feet. Close. Wow, you're good. It's uh, 3.28 feet. You paid attention to math class. Yeah, you did. Uh, let's not go far. Because I actually had to look it up on like a meter. I don't know. But but it's like a yardstick, right? right? It's yeah. a meter. Yeah. So 81.8 meters equals 90 yards. It's cr- like a football field. Right. That is a football field, basically, minus 10 yards. But yeah. Right. Holy God. God. Now, this is a cigar, and that's how long the cigar is. Can I ask a question? Yep. Does that mean now when they say smoke it, do they mean just light it up and take a few puffs? Are they talking from, from you know end to beginning? Smoking the whole thing. All I don't know yards. if anybody's going to smoke it. He made the cigar. I'm going to say there's no oh, way okay. you, you'd need some sort of vacuum thing to be able to get a drawer out of it. That's impossible you to smoke it. a couple of years. You need some sort of adapter with 100 people sucking on it at the same time. Yeah. Smith uh, But There you go. Like, like Cuban cigars, I'm sure it's going to be the same as uh, most Cuban cigars. They say high quality. I say tight draw, which is, <laughs> which is usually what a uh, Cuban cigar is for... Everyone I've ever had, you know, they, every once in a while you get a good one, but uh, typically tight drawing cigars, um, the opposite of what's happening here with this Fuente, which is a very, very packed cigar that you would imagine you couldn't draw out of. It's a perfect draw. When a no. Cuban cigar, if you ever got a Cuban cigar packed like this, let me tell you, ain't going to happen. You ain't going to be able to smoke it. You can stick anything down there, try to break it up. It isn't going to happen. Hmm. You know what I was going to say. Okay. Oh, th- now this cigar being about 12 bucks a stick. Not a rip-off, because you can't really get the cigar. You're paying for the luxury of being able to have it in your cigar shop. Yeah. What would you think something like this would go for if it weren't so rare? Well, typically, uh, uh, regular Arturo Fuente cigars are very fair-priced. Uh, you look at uh, a lot of their cigars, like the Hemingway series and stuff like that, in the 7 $8 range, it's Cameroon. I mean, they're using top-quality stuff, and it, it's, it's never been... Uh, very, very overpriced. Even when you take Opus X and stuff, you're talking about uh, a cigar that never hits $20. And rare, you know, no, nobody used to do Dominican wrap cigars. Now it exists out there. There's, there's um, things that are using Dominican cigars. A lot of the stuff that La Flor Dominicana uses uses Dominican wrapper. A lot of people, the name that cigar thing is Dominican wrapper on it. Nice. Yeah. You know, and you're talking about a, a $3 cigar. So, uh, My lips are tingling a little bit, a little tingle there. I'm obviously not as sensitive as David is. It's uh, hey, it's it's happening. It's uh, growing on me. I won't lie to you. Yeah, yeah. As as we get down, what I think you were just a little nervous because he said it was going to make you sick. Yeah. That time that you turned green. You come a long back. way, Chuck. You you would have never oh, been man. able to do this. No never. way. No way. No way. But uh, it's growing on me. I won't. This is uh, I'd smoke this again. I touched up the cigar a little bit. Now it's burning perfect. Little flaky ash. Somebody asked the other day what uh, what causes the cigar to it's called boating when it when it burns unevenly. And uh, David just flat out said you you lit it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you caused that cigar. Because I was to smoking burn. I was smoking the same cigar he was, and I watched him light it, and they just touch it, and that's it, and they walk away from it, and say, it'll catch itself up. Jeez, you know, you buy a lighter, especially these jet lighters like this. Pinpoint accuracy. Right. Yeah. So you can just touch it up. There's nothing wrong with doing that. You know, you just touch it up and move. You know, you, you got a drink and you got a little stirrer. Yeah, the ice melts and you yeah, end up stir it a little, yeah. right? Yeah. Or else you say, "Geez, it got watery because the the ice melted." Stir it, okay? Geez, it's all better now. All the go. water went away as a result of stirring. You're right. But so same thing. You know, touch it up if you have to do it, and you, you don't have to deal with that boating that, that happened because you did it wrong in the first place, which is, you know. 
hey, I call it the way it is. It's, it's not probably good retail. The customer says, uh, why is my cigar doing this? It's because you did it wrong. You are an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say you were an idiot. Uh, but it was their fault, and that was it. They t- okay, don't be afraid to touch it up. They touch it up, and they have a good experience. That's right. The idea is to have a good experience. Um, we just smoked a Robusto for one hour. If you had to touch it up, uh, I had talked too much, like I always do, and I had to relight because the thing went out because I was talking too much. Wiped the ash off, relight it, said nothing to nobody, enjoyed it all the way through. It was awesome. Right away, yep. So do what you got to do to make a great experience. All right, so why don't we talk a little bit about the uh, what we need to do to help exempt premium cigars from FDA regulations. Well, that takes me to a story that I want to tell you about in New York and what we should do about it. Because first, let me say, uh, judge has ruled in New York flavor ban is allowed under FDA law. Come on. Under FDA law. There is a flavor ban happening in New York anyway, but all of a sudden New York takes it and says, well, let's go to the federal government here. These New York people are doing this to me. It's against the law uh, to end up saying we can't have uh, flavored tobacco. Uh, just so you understand, every pipe tobacco, every single pipe tobacco has flavoring to it, right? Every single cigarette has flavoring in it. Flavoring, conditioners, right? you name it. They're okay with that. They're actually okay with cigarettes, but they're saying when it comes to other tobacco products, okay, so what do you got left? You got um, chewing tobacco and you got cigars. No fruit flavor, no chocolate flavor, no vanilla flavor, no honey, candy, cocoa, dessert, or alcoholic beverage. That means the cognac dipped and things like that. No more. No herb or spice. This taking away all Drew Estates, the acid stuff, and all that stuff. No more. Limited exceptions. The limited exceptions are like hookah stuff. Why? What, t- t- is it now? Listen, listen. This is the conspiracy theorist in me. Follow the money. Is it because? Oh, of, right. I mean, exactly the point. Cigarettes. You know, Philip Morris is the number one consumer of licorice in the world. Really? Licorice. They don't say what's in this in this in a Marlboro cigarette, but unless everybody in their offices with Philip Morris gets a big bunch of licorice every single day, which isn't true. They're adding licorice into a Marlboro cigarette, right? right? You have to imagine. There's all kinds of flavoring. There's thousands of chemicals. There's all kinds of stuff. It isn't the flavor, which, you know what? When you have um, a cherry cigar, for instance, you know they're not squeezing cherry juice on it. It's chemicals. Right. right? Cherry juice, cherries don't actually taste like what the cherry flavoring tastes like. They're two separate flavors. It's chemicals. So, if you want to say take away the chemicals or something like that, I understand, uh, but that's that's not what it is. They, they're handpicking certain flavors to take certain people out of the game. It's not fair. It's not nice. And now it's FDA. Now it's federal crap. So that takes us to Mr. Jonathan's point that the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, established in 2006, job is to keep unscrupulous food merchants from poisoning their customers. Come on. Which the FDA is responsible for poisoning us over and over and over again and then having to come back and say, oh, we're going to take that off the market, which we are going to touch on when we talk about how uh, we're allowed to eat horse now yeah. later. <laughs> I don't, I cannot believe that those words just came out of my mouth, <laughs> that it is now legal to eat horse. I don't know why it was ever not legal, and I don't know why you would want to eat Black Beauty. That's all I'm saying. There we go. 
Uh, did you know that April 26, 2010, December 20, 2010, and July 7, 2011, the Food and Drug Administration privately posted, publicly posted, publicly posted their intent to regulate cigars in the Federal Register, to regulate cigars. This is big, big news, cigar smokers. This is huge. This is a game changer. Some of the things they want to ban is they'd like to have a ban on walk-in humidors, self-serve dis- cigar displays, and mail-order cigar sales. They also want to ban all flavored cigars. Obviously, they're doing it. And then we're talking about stuff that's enjoyed by legal-age adults. We're not talking about necessarily the, the stuff that are designed to attract you know, children, move the, fi- the filler tobacco out and then replace it with weed. These are regular, like Real. Drew Estate stuff. Yeah. Um, we need to end funding for the FDA. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's an organization we that'll, could that'll cut. Cut it. Cut, cut it. Get it. it out. Get it out. Get it out. I understand in 2006 or whatever's going. Not, not a little scary part is that, that the horse thing that's going to be an issue, that whatever, but we'll get into that. I mean, it's cross a, a bit. They want to deface cigar boxes. Uh, they yeah, want a big, giant uh, black lungs and things like that to put on it because um, somebody believes that this is what happens when you don't inhale cigars and this is not what happens and they'll cause it. Another whole argument. We could go do a whole shows on these. We have. Whole they shows. want to ban cigar events where free cigars, known as samples in the industry, could be available to legal-aged adults. You guys are boiling my blood. You realize that? Well, yeah. listen, you know, you pay $35 to go to, we'll say, a Perdomo event. Sure. And at the Perdomo event, you get a cigar for before the meal, during the meal, and after the meal. Technically, what you're paying for is dinner, $35 for dinner, and they're giving you the free cigars. No more. So what will end up happening there is... Are you still going to be able to go to cigar events? Yeah, we're going to end up finding a way around it, and then there's going to be a battle. How about just knock off the nonsense and leave us alone? Yeah. They want too to much how government. How about we ban the FDA? Seriously. Right. It's too they much w- government. They want to limit. Ron Paul. Ron, Ron Paul, Paul stuff They want to limit cigar making, uh, marketing, and advertising. They want to impose new user fees, in quotes, which is a tax, on cigars to finance these regulations. And see this very cigar we're smoking now? Mm. It wouldn't exist because they would limit special releases and small batch cigars. Wow. So this has to stop. For what reason? Come on. Well, because, because they want. Because we're enjoying this right now? Seriously. They want to mandate that cigar blends be submitted to the FDA for pre approval before release. You know what that means? They just want free cigars. All right. Which yeah. is a violation of their own no free cigar samples. No, they just want control. They want the power. You're not going to come out with that. You're going to have to come to us. It's going to take three years of bureaucracy to get through. In the meantime, the cigar's ready to go. It's never going to happen. Nobody's going to end up rolling the dice of, of, of full production and sitting on it and waiting for the FDA. It's a game changer. Dave, it doesn't you, happen. You, you said at the beginning of this discussion you had a solution. Please tell me you have a solution for us to take action. To, to well, hang practice. on. There's two more things. If your blood's not boiling yet, they want want to limit nicotine levels on cigars and get it down to near zero, which will severely impact the flavor of the cigars because now you're adding a whole new process to be able to well, remove the nicotine. Well, because it's a, it's, it's na- naturally it's occurring. It's naturally occurring. There's, there's some nicotine. It's a small, small amount. Let, let's say it's small. It's under. It's all single-figure numbers anyway. So this one, smoking it, you can tell it's much stronger. There's a lot happening here. So let's call this a four nicotine level. It's at a four. And the cigar we had before that was a two on nicotine level. Nope, they all have to be ones. But let me okay? guess. Let me so guess. everyone's going to taste exactly the same. But cigarettes, they're not going to have any effect. 
No effect. Come on. Which is over 100%. Exactly. That's just... It's over 100%. Follow the money. Yep. Yep. It's exactly what you said. Who Who's pushing this? Who's funding it? Could it be Philip Morris? Mm-hmm. Could it be Big Tobacco? Of course it is. Because they're hoping that some of these sales will go towards them at that point. Maybe maybe they'll get some of those sales. Back. Yeah, they, because what's happening now is people end up quitting cigarettes because they're bad for you, and let me go to cigars. Oh, man, they hate that. When the executives from Philip Morris and all these companies, anyway, smoke cigars themselves. They, they know their product is no good to begin with. They also want to ban marketing for cigar merchandise, which means you'd no longer be able to have your cigar cutter, for example, advertised in a magazine it's saying stop. it's, it's got to stop. Yeah, anything. You know, even shirts and hats and things like that that have the brand name on it that, you know, for the majority of it become freebies, freemiums that they, they, they hand out and stuff. So this is what you do. You go to cigarrights.org. You press the Take Action button, and you just follow the prompts. It's going to take you 30 seconds to go through the whole thing. That's it. And your vote will be counted. You Or you can just sit back and watch the FDA take over and eat horse for the rest of your life. And This is a game changer, folks. We went, we went through S-chip and the taxation, and we ended up losing that battle. And, you know, they were talking about $10 tax or something. We, we, some folks consider it a win going from uh, one and a half cents to 52 cents. I consider it a major loss. It went up thousands and thousands of percent, and we lost that battle. But you know what? We're still in business. Everybody felt it. It hurt. It hurt our, our pocketbooks, but we're still in business, and we still have cigars. This, my friend, is a game changer. This is over. At the end of this, you walk into a store, and you end up saying, I will have because you can't right, see the cigars right. anymore. You can't see them. And we go in the back room be, be behind the black curtain and get you what you want. There's no more walking around and handpicking and what's new. Nothing's new. It's all the same things. This is what you want. That's it. It's a game changer. The answer is go to CigarRights.org. Press the, the button. button. Do the little thing. It's going to take you 30 seconds to do it. I'm not saying it's going to be the answer and it's going to cure the thing, but if thousands and thousands and thousands of people do it, then these people that are running for office look and say, holy God, they're out there and they don't like it. Because right now, they think it's okay. We, we don't even mind. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know we don't care. Listen, I go to Washington myself. I sit with them and all that stuff. Their mouth drops when I tell them the story. This yeah. is what's going to end up happening. Oh, I had no idea. They had no idea because they're not hearing from their constituents. I can't go to a guy in Rhode Island and tell him this is really hurting my store in New Hampshire. He doesn't care. He's, I, I can't vote for you. Right? I'm in New Hampshire. It doesn't matter. I need somebody in Rhode Island to call. Right. It would be great if you call and spoke to him. It's going to be tough. But they, we, the, the people at CigarRights.org made it so simple. Click the button. Follow the 30 seconds. You've done something. I, I wish you'd do more. I wish you would go visit him when he's back in his hometown. Call him, email him, write to him, visit him, and say it. But right now, we're asking you for just click the button for now. Better than nothing. It is better than nothing. They even have an app, by the way. CigarRights.org. But go on to the regular CigarRights.org, click the button, go through this process. Please, as soon as you get home, as soon as you get to a computer, please do it. And uh, you're doing it for us. You're doing it for all the cigar stores. You're doing it for all the cigar manufacturers. And you're doing it for yourself because I'm going to tell you, it's going to look a whole lot different a year from now. That's the thing. Like, all right, if they get away with this, think about the power they now have. What other industries can they go after? They, 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 Chocolate? 
alcohol? I mean, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it to every industry except for the horse eating industry, which, which we'll get to yeah. when we come back. We're when we come back, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how Obama pardons Turkey and kills thousands of horses all in one stroke of the pen. Can you believe it? We, we got that, and uh, what else are we going to do? Uh, strange stories. If that isn't strange enough, we'll tell you some more strange stories and uh, lots more. Stick around. We're smoking the Atoro Fuente and Ajo, enjoying it, and uh, we'll, it. We'll, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Another 
reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguysmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name, and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. You're hanging with. back and we are smoking the Arturo Fuente Anejo number 60, uh, a very, very full-bodied cigar in my opinion, a uh, very nice cigar, burning beautifully, tasting great, and uh, beautiful packaging, beautiful everything, don't let the FDA take it away, uh, very important uh, to go back to there, but a horse is a horse, of course, of course, was Mr. Ed. Yes, it was. And uh, we got problems with uh, Mr. Ed and, all, and uh, Black Beauty and everybody out there, look out. So, for traditionally... One turkey a year is pardoned by the president Right. every year just before Thanksgiving. And this year, the turkey was pardoned in the presence of worldwide media, but while in the shadows, buried under pages of fiscal regulation, millions of horses were sentenced to death. And here's the problem. Horse slaughter has been prohibited in the United States as funding for inspections on horses in transit and on slaughterhouses. It was non-existent. And this worked because horse meat could not be sold for human consumption without such inspections. So, so it can't happen. It couldn't happen. Right. But now it can happen. All those restrictions have been lifted. Now here's where the problem is. Horses are treated for, especially race horses, when they, they have inflammation in their joints or they're in pain, they're treated by a chemical called butte. Butte was approved by the FDA in 1949 uh, for the same kind of treatment in humans. 
and it turned out that it causes serious and lethal adverse effects in humans. It's often ending in death. Another reason to eliminate the FDA. Continue, yeah. please. Well, they, they don't really do any of the testing. If you're willing to pay them whatever the price is to put your product on the market, they'll let it go on the market. So every year, 67 million pounds of horse meat is shipped abroad. It is not tested in the United States because we don't eat it, but we ship it everywhere else where they do eat it. Now this God, this t I hope makes I'm me never wonder. that hungry. Yeah, this makes you wonder: is there some sort of class action lawsuit that could happen against the United States because we are knowingly shipping meat to other countries that is tainted? I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, the state the statement goes that way because you'd have to be awful hungry to end up eating that. Well. I think it's just because of the size of a horse is the reason you'd be that hungry, not because it would turn you I, off. I, I, you know, and I know you're, you're almost a vegetarian or whatever you, but but Chuck, do you eat oddball animals and stuff like very, that? Very, very rarely, man. I mean, yeah. it's I got to be in a uni unique location. Like this year, I was down in Florida. I had alligator, but yeah. you know, just when in Rome type thing. Very rarely, though, man. Yeah, there's a reason why. The fast food restaurants don't carry the horse right. the horse sandwich. Well, you know? in the old westerns, you know, the cowboy's going across the, the desert with his horse, and they're, they're trying to find water for him and the horse. Like, it's your buddy. It would be like eating your dog. Yeah. And we don't eat dog either. Hopefully. We don't. That we know. Knowing Hopefully. Right. You love Chinese food. There's no telling what's in that. There's no way. <laughs> horse slaughter plants are, are legal again in the United States. Restriction for horse meat processing for human consumption has been lifted. you got to be kidding me. In a bipartisan effort, the House of Representatives of the United States, the Senate, approved the, the uh, conference committee report on a spending bill, H2112, which, among other things, funds the United States Department of Agriculture. On November 18th, as the country was celebrating Thanksgiving, President Obama signed a law allowing Americans to kill and to eat horses. Follow the money. So in these crazy times that we can't get nothing passed from the Democrats and Republicans, they it agree gets, on nothing. It gets crazier. During Obama's campaign, he actively took a stand against horse slaughter and horses for human consumption. Of course he did. He took a stand against it. Yep. And here he goes signing it right in. Not one thing in the news media about it. Now, again, the, we can't get anything passed. And this gets passed like it's that. horse pucky. <laughs> it's crazy. And we, they're going to allow this and we can't show the cigars on the cases we can't allow people to come in adult people to come in and pick a cigar out well themselves said. good point but adult people <laughs> and you know what's scary about this that they're going to allow this i wonder if fast food would start including a percentage of horse in it and stuff in, because it's it's uh, maybe that becomes that much cheaper now you don't even 80s, know you're eating it in the early 80s a gentleman sued mcdonald's because he is allergic to mealworms and he did not know, because McDonald's does not tell you, that their burgers are actually made out of mealworms. What? So, yes, this is a fact. So well, don't say this is a fact, no, because it's you a get, fact. It you was. get sued on this. Past? Good, let them sue me. Do they want the nickel now or later? I have nothing. They can come after me. 
Well, I have more than a nickel and a half. Right. Nothing to do with him. Nothing. <laughs> I, I take back my last comment. I don't want David <laughs> to get in trouble. The big chicken. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's McDonald's the makes their burgers out of mealworms. And they, the, the Supreme Court upheld McDonald's right to make their burgers and not advertise because he, the judge said mealworms are what's called cultured beef. And so... <laughs> McDonald's can make their burgers out so of whatever a, they want. There's lots for the FDA to do. If, the, if we're going to keep the organization, there's a lot going on here. I mean, people die from broccoli this year. People die from different leafy vegetables that come in from other countries. You're getting stuff everywhere. Let's hire someone for the FDA that actually knows something about food and drugs. Yeah. Instead of just knows how to put their hand out and say, if you pay me, yeah. I, like I will my let you better. Cut their funding. Yeah. Cut their funding. Just blow them up. Well, you got the government allowing things like this, and uh, we're paying them to, to uh, now. All right. Crazy story oh. about cigars. That's a crazy story. Yeah. That is. Okay. We're going to go. Pretty crazy. We're going to go almost that crazy. Former President Grant is invited to speak at a graduation ceremony, and as of tradition, he is given an honorary degree, and he gives the dean, an old war buddy, a cigar in return. As a token of his appreciation. He's nice. Cigar people are good like that. A few weeks later, Grant wires and asks him how he liked the cigar. And Dean replies that he will keep it and treasure it unsmoked forever. The cigar is passed down from Dean to Dean to Dean. A hundred years later, uh, a house guest of a distant descendant of that Dean sees the cigar and unfamiliar with its, its significance lights it up. It performs normally for a moment and then explodes in his face. Grant's practical joke finally gets played out after over a hundred years. So he, he called him up to say, how do you like the cigar? Because right. you say, oh, my God, it blew up in my face because he loaded it with uh, gunpowder. And uh, Grant was saying, uh, oh, geez, you're going to save it. No, no, light it up. No, 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 I'm going to save it forever. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, I hear that that's a uh, actually true story. So uh, that recently happened, and it blew up right in his face. <laughs> Only in America. Only in America. Um, an another thing that um, you hear a lot on the cigar end is uh, rolled on the thighs of virgins. Cigars rolled on the thighs of virgins. You've heard that? Never heard that. Never heard it? No. You ever hear that? No. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's a famous thing that, uh, you know... Uh, Famous uh, old Cuban cigars been rolled in the thighs of. Oh my God, Dave's old. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah, but something was, in my throat. It was last like last week. Everybody knows this except you. Nobody knows this except you because well, that, you're old enough. Well, that is a know. legend that's been going on for years and years. And um, the what really happens if you go into the tobacco bonds and things like that is they sort the tobacco. And they have to lay it over something. So the girl gets her leg, and as she's sorting in the different things, they lay it across their leg. Because you can't really roll the cigar in your leg, but they lay it there. So this, it touches the, the um, inner legs, thigh. Right. Of the girls that work in there. Be uh, extra exciting. But we're going with the virgins, and. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know about those third world countries that they uh, they have children very young, and you know the the um, definition of a um, Cuban virgin is an ugly five year old. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
again. Why, again. why is it that I'm the one who gets the crap for riding the line, and he says stuff like that? I'm just telling you the story of it. I'm not Alleged, that that's allegedly. I, this is all alleged stories. <laughs> so that's another um, another story, but it actually is not true at all. But you never heard the story. And then there's the the old one where the 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 guy takes out an insurance policy on very expensive cigars and then smokes them all and then petitions his insurance company that they were all burned in a fire and then they have to pay up yeah they do. and then they take him to court for arson and he goes to jail which is uh pretty exciting that's a way to turn a long story into uh less than uh, 30 seconds well we just told that story three weeks ago so which is probably two months ago or whatever right. you know how that's actually a very good point yeah <laughs> Nice. So, anyway, way to turn a... Uh, uh, he uh, was sentenced to 24 months in jail and a $24,000 fine uh, for 24 counts of arson, because that's what he did. He burnt his cigars in 24 counts of arson. Anyway, so uh, now that you uh, blew the last uh, 10 minutes of what it is... Uh, oh, I just punched myself in the face. There you go. That's what I get. That's what you get, and uh, you did it for me. So there is a God. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Baby Jesus. Right? <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think of the cigar? I- I'm okay with it now. The beginning was so aggressive. Uh, it was way too strong for me. Now uh, I'm actually uh, having no problem with it. I would love to be eating a little something with it. A little, it would be nice. Just say some little nuts or something. It's there. one of the few times I've missed Tommy. Mm. <laughs> More than a few times. Tommy Grella used to be a co-host here on the show. Opens his own restaurant. We'll put a little plug in for him. Prelude. Oh, you remember the name now? I do. Prelude. <laughs> Prelude in Methuen, Mass. And uh, I've, I've gone there six times and had uh, lunch three times and dinner three times. I think I've been there five times. You're up on one. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. We haven't been together yet, which will really well, make we it a party. We should do a show from there. That would be good. Can we smoke in there? Hey, probably let us. Uh, I don't I'll, think I'll, you would. I'm going to tell you a story. Can I tell the story of, do you even know? Do I even know? The story of smoking in. He uh, was he had a, what he called a soft opening. He didn't announce his grand opening yet. So I went a couple of once for lunch soft opening, once for dinner soft opening. Without me. Because I invited David and told him about the soft opening, and then right. he just went without me. So I went, and uh, I, one night I brought a few people with me. And um, none of them being me. No, but they were all cigar people, uh, people in the industry and uh, other um, retailers in the area. You're not helping your case here because I still could have been included in any of that. Right. And um, we were out for a good time. So that's what we know. You were probably working. <laughs> you, you were probably working somewhere. So uh, after it was over, there was nobody left in the restaurant. We were sitting there talking. And the next thing you know, ashtrays came out on the table. So I said, no. I said, you sure? And he said, there's nobody here. You know, we're not even open yet, really, or something. Light up. We all had cigars on us. We all lit up. uh, And really enjoying it that cigars are lit up and we're having a drink and everybody's got a smile on their face. Everything's happy. And all of a sudden, oh, no. And everybody looks and they come over with a bucket of water, and everybody throws their cigar in the bucket of water, and they're spraying, and they're blowing everything over. In the meantime, the, the uh, fire fire uh, department was notified or whatever oh. through the alarm system. They called up and said, never mind, uh, you know, some toast burned or something like that. And they said, we're on the way. we got to come anyway. Start burning toast. 
and uh, they came in, uh, the fire department, they got the axes in their hands and the whole <laughs> bit, and uh, they were in no mood because it was probably like 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. They were probably napping or whatever they do. And uh, they had a bad look in their face, and we said a couple of jokes to them. It was going nowhere. And uh, that's the, the party's over. Oh, man. The party is over. Fair enough. Wow. Yeah, I didn't tell you that story? No. Brutal. Brutal. They weren't, uh, they weren't impressed. You didn't offer them cigars? We tried, you know, joking around with them a little bit and trying to see if they, you know, how far we could go to say... We didn't say anything. I mean, they were no mood. They knew. I don't know if they knew, but they uh, because we we had a couple of minutes and they sprayed some stuff and yeah. opened the doors and the fans were going and whatever. And the little amount of smoke that was there anyway was all gone. I don't I don't know if they could have ever smelled it or anything. But we were standing outside. It was a rainy night, and uh, we went out there and said, "No, there's no problem. Oh, we have to look around." And they 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 looked around and they were in no mood. I would see. I would have taken a piece of toast, held it over the gas flame, burnt it, so there's the evidence, and then... Jeez, it was bad. It was bad. Wow. That's so, awesome. So, Chuck, you are not here with us next week? Uh, actually, I don't think I am. Yeah, I think, I think we're in D.C. You're, oh, great. We're back to Mike Havey. Chuck has uh, has uh, made his choice with the New England Patriots again this Two year. more games. That's it. Two more. <laughs> Two more. <laughs> Two more back-to-back. And uh, it, it was uh, coming to uh, see us last week uh, just before we started the show. He was on his way all dressed up in a suit and tie. Ready to I'm like, what are you doing all dressed up like that? And you said, oh, I'm going uh, to, to the game, whatever game it was. And yeah. you, they, they force you to dress up in a suit and tie to go on the plane. That's true. And that's play is everybody. Everybody. If you're on the plane, it's, I think the rule is no tie, no fly. Really? Oh, yeah. And, you know, for some reason I thought everybody would be in gym clothes and relaxed and everything, but it's not the way it is. They dress up and you'd be a professional, right? That's the way it is. So anyway, I miss you guys, man. I'm telling you, like, yeah, whatever. I'm serious. You'll be hanging with Gil Santos, smoking cigars, having a good time without us. Now, anyway, we'll uh, be talking about you while we'll, you're gone. We'll be live next week at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Christmas will be off and running for sure. We may have to take it upstairs. Uh, at the like private upstairs, club up yeah. there, yeah. Uh, Deuces, uh, and by all means, if you're in the area, come and see us. We'll let you come upstairs and watch the show and have a cigar with us. No uh, charge. No charge. <laughs> uh, so anyway, thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. Please, uh, cigarrights.org, go on there and uh, click the button and go through that 30-second thing. It'll be a big help to everyone, including yourself. So, 22 days left till Christmas, baby. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining in. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. I love you since I knew you.